dancing. Do my own little dance. I don't know. <laughs> my own little dance. <laughs> of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. The episode's title is The Whole World is Watching, and uh, we didn't know what that would mean until the very end of the episode. I'm Alex, by the way. Joining me is uh, Michelle. Hello. And Lou. Hello. Uh, now, let's get to it. What's uh, the initial reactions? Uh, what did everyone think of this episode? And maybe last week's, uh, because uh, we, we, we missed the last week's review as well. Uh, I can go first. Uh, last week's episode was awesome, especially the 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 end where uh, we saw uh, her name is Ale Ale I think Ale. It was cool. Uh, in that scene when I saw the beads, I was really hoping it would be, you know, Chadwick, but uh, you know that would be probably too much for fans. And uh, episode was really good, and this episode. I think actually is even better. It gives us a better understanding of the mindsets of pretty much the major players, uh, Carly, Zemo, and uh, our boy, John Walker. So this episode was amazing. They even toned down the humor and it was perfect for this episode that actually almost had no humor. There was probably one or two jokes sprinkled in, but yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, I agree. Last week episode, I was very happy with it. I thought it was so good. And then this week happened. And I'm like, forget last week. This week is the week. It feels like it all kicked off. And like, if this was a movie, this is the start of the climax, if that makes sense. Um, it just feels really intense. And so many things are happening. And this this episode, was it was spectacular. And it felt too short, even though it was long. <laughs> it's like the perfect start uh, for a third act, right? That's right. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be a little negative, Nancy. On, on on last week's episode, last mm. week's episode, it it felt more like uh, it just felt like a bridging uh, episode, like a just transition, getting all the players into place, and like now we know where everyone stands. Carly uh, Morgenthau, she's like uh, the villain slash hero, like kind of like a gray area, but but she does represent what what having the serum means, like what having all this power ultimately means that, that like you you have to make these like you know bad decisions and and uh it, it, it wasn't bad but we did get zemo dancing and that was like that, that was, that was like it that's all you needed I, in that I, episode. I love it i love it I, I, I gotta use that fist bump uh, once everything's back to normal <laughs> uh but th this week's episode i thought was amazing it was my favorite yet uh the dora milaje showing up having like a great great fight uh th th that's the other thing like last week's episode was missing like it, every single episode had like this big action-packed scene but last week was sort of like by the numbers just like yeah. uh you know it it, it didn't wow me but th this week's uh had like a few action sequences that wowed me the dormilaje like i mentioned and uh the the climax uh fight uh, but before we get to any of that, uh, let's talk about the beginning of uh, this week's episode with uh, Io uh, and Wakanda. And she's talking to Bucky. She, she actually helped uh, Bucky overcome his brainwash at the hands of the, the Ruskies uh, in the Winter Soldier program. Uh, 
so so yeah did, did everything go the way you guys thought like uh I, I did have a strong feeling that Io just wanted to see Zemo dead uh, for, you know, for killing King T'Chaka. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you guys feel the same? Yeah, I think, I mean, when I saw the episode last week, I was like, okay, why are they here? And then that's where I landed. And then seeing that happen, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But that opening sequence with Bucky hearing those words, that started this episode in such a meaningful way. Like it was so emotional already like just Sebastian Stan that was just like so good his reactions to the words and seeing him kind of tear up and then that like relief but like stress look he had at the end like I don't know how to describe what it was that like kind of smile but he's like still crying tore my heart tore my heart up and I just thought it was the perfect start to this episode because of how how Lou had mentioned it kind of moves away from the humor it's a little bit might I say darker perhaps um, and I thought that was a perfect introduction to this episode. Like that scene was just so beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. I I agree one hundred percent with the uh, with what with what Michelle just said, and and just to just to add a little bit that uh, it's like getting a monkey off you know Bucky's back, but unfortunately he has a few monkeys. But at least he's gotten the biggest monkey off his back, and it was a pretty powerful scene. And is you know. See a handsome man crying always gets you. <laughs> Unpo unpopular opinion about his handsomeness, which I'm just going to throw out there because I'm curious if people in the comments agree. Uh, short hair Bucky doesn't do it for me. Long hair Bucky's better. Uh, if anyone agrees, let me know. Really? Hmm. My, my friends mildly agree, but they also judge me a little with that statement. So <laughs> I'm curious how the rest of the internet feels about it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, my perspective on Bucky's hair is that when he was uh, Captain America's like dopey sidekick, he had like the short hair. He looked like a nerd in the comics. But when he showed up as Winter Soldier with the long hair, it's like, whoa, who's this badass? So seeing him back with short hair, it's like, nah, dude, let it grow. Let it yeah. grow. The long hair is a vibe. Like it just works for his face. Right. I'm about to clean cut Bucky with a little scruff. <laughs> Teach their own. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, now, uh, moving on to the next part of the episode, uh, they are looking for Donya Madani, uh, Carly Morgenthau's, um, I guess, the mother figure in the uh, the, the refugee camp uh, she was staying at. And uh, we, we saw a bit of uh, what makes each character kind of tick. Falcon, you know, his, his soft, softer, nice guy approach. Bucky with his weirdo has, hasn't talked to anybody in 80 years approach and uh Demo just a genius manipulator and and you keep seeing it come back he's like to me he's like uh a human version of Loki he's, he's just genius through and through uh but ultimately Zemo did get the information uh everyone was looking for but he kept it to himself uh how did you guys like this um, I lo I loved it. I love like Zemo's playing his little games, and even as an audience, you're kind of thinking of what exactly is his game plan here because it's like he he pointed to the kids, like don't trust these two. The, these two are not to be trusted. But then he tells them anyway, like where uh, Donya Madani is. So it's like he's playing an angle, but he's also kind of just playing it safe for his 
end goal, which we don't know in the end. But, you know, uh, early thoughts for me is like Thunderbolts. But, you know, mm-hmm. really good scene. I'm, I'm starting to love Zemo more and more. And it's just not just for the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I... I liked this scene. The thought that, like, I was watching with my friends, and this is, like, a good thing and a bad thing watching with other people. One of my friends mentioned just how mad Creepy Zemo is going up to the kids with candy. Like, that's, like, <laughs> little little pedo action. And I couldn't unsee that. I was like, no, that is so creepy. Where are the adults here to, like, like, okay, here's my thought process. Fal- when Falcon was talking to the school teacher, they're like, we don't trust outsiders. Fair. Makes sense. So why is no one questioning that this outsider is going towards a group of school children and giving them candy? Like, even if you weren't already distrusting of people, that's a very strange action. Um, so <laughs> I just thought that was, that was a funny thing to point out, though. Again, like his manipulation just was so good. Um, as Lou pointed out, when he said, don't trust these two, I was like, oh, no, he's going to double cross them. It's happening right now. And then it, it didn't. He's really just playing his cards like very, very close to his chest, which makes sense considering like, the Dora Milaje, are, they want to murder him. So he needs to kind of, you know, have something up his sleeve to keep himself around. So it absolutely made sense. And I thought it was good once I got past how creepy it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Just to add to j- just a little bit. He, he did the kind of the same thing too uh, in the last episode where it's like, oh my God, Zemo escape. And then he comes back with this awesome looking car. So, you know, <laughs> we right. thought, I, I honestly thought he was gone, but then he, he, he came back. So yeah. <laughs> So, Lou, uh, you mentioned uh, Thunderbolts, and like for those who don't know, Thunderbolts in the comics was a superhero team that once, uh, th- there was a moment in time during the Onslaught crossover and of the 90s uh, that the Avengers, Fantastic Four, uh, disappeared from the, the Earth, and uh, a new superhero team showed up to, uh, to sort of restore good faith and be the superhero team, uh, and that was the Thunderbolts, but nobody knew that it was actually led by Zemo, and the team consisted of villains. A bunch, so, a bunch but, of bad guys. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and yeah, so you mentioned Thunderbolts. Uh, do you think that that is what Zemo is up to right now? Is he manipulating his way up to like having his own team of super powered uh, folks? Or like, I, uh, I, I think he is. And I think he's in cahoots with uh, General Thunderbolt Ross. Okay. So. I think there, wow. there's something going on between even like this the uh, strangeness of Sharon Carter, like what's going on with her. Right. Like it, right. it's people were like she's a power broker. I'm like I don't think she's That's a what power I think. broker, but there's there, there's I something said. happening there. Sorry, go ahead. I have Michelle. no idea what. I, sorry, I got excited. I have no idea who power broker is in like the comic books. Like I don't know who it's actually supposed to be. If we know that, but based on the show, I think it's her because she just seems to have amassed this amount of power and influence just that didn't make sense to me necessarily when they're like oh yeah I got eyes in the sky I have all these things I'm like sure and what happened um and I think it could be that she's actually the power broker which makes me think of Mass Effect and Liara is the shadow broker and I'm like it could be our friend the lady so anyone who gets that reference will understand why I think it (laughs) actually it your point kind of makes sense in a way where if you think about I think when John Walker injected, we didn't see it, but I, I think he injected himself with a super soldier serum. That's when Sharon Carter was able to track track him, right? When mm-hmm. the eye in the sky and it's like, oh, John Walker, the new Captain America is coming this way. So 
So that like rang a bell. Like, bing, hmm, yeah. what's going on here? That might have been a tell. You're yeah. right. Wow. I, I never even considered that, but it makes a whole lot of sense. Absolutely. Wow. All right. <laughs> I, I, I need a moment to uh, to process We have a theory. Wow. Yay. Wow. This, this, this is the one theory that will unify us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, probably Sharon's more thunderbolts on Alex explained, I, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? Hey, probably just there Alex. There you go. Possibly. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, next up on the show, we have Falcon talking to Carly, and this is a hard-fought moment because uh, John Walker entered the scene, and he did not want this to play out that way. John Walker was ready to go in, guns a-blazing, fists a-throwing, uh, you know, as, as we call the, the, the John Walker way, and, and like, it's getting progressively hard for me to stand this guy, especially by the end of this episode. I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> but it's going to be, it, 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 it's a hill I'm going to have to die on since, since I started uh, climbing that hill. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it, it was a great talk. I'll, I'll, I'll say that much. Falcon had uh, Carly convinced that he, he was on the level uh, and, and it could have worked if it wasn't for Walker's interference. Uh, do the two of you agree? Um, I thought it was a good conversation between the two of them. I think up to last week's episode, Carly had been a very like sympathetic character. We understand why she's doing what she's doing. I didn't necessarily agree with her methods up until the blowing up of the building and the murdering. Um, so I thought it was really good that Falcon was really still trying to appeal to her humanity, I guess would be a way to describe it. I'm not surprised it didn't go the way they'd wanted because I think at this point she is too far gone, like past the point of murdering people. I think you're kind of a bad guy now. You're not so much an anti-hero. I don't sympathize with you as much, but I thought the conversation was good. And then John Walker did John Walker stuff, which I'm not surprised about because <laughs> I've hated him since day one and I feel validated in my hatred. Um, so this conversation was really good. Is actually in this episode kind of i it showed me kind of why sam should have the shield versus yeah. It, yeah. It, it it painted a very clear picture on why after this episode john walker is never gonna hold that shield again and it should go to sam mm -hmm. and like even i sympathize everybody has like a their own way of getting things done though like michelle said not the right way but you kind of feel for it like everybody's heart is in the right place they're just not doing it and sam was going to get there doing his the way sam would the way a real captain america would it and yep. then here comes this hothead who can't just 10 minutes that's all though i have to point out how he got past bucky that was mm -hmm. weird yeah, like Bucky was stopping him, and then the next scene, you you kind of see Bucky behind uh, Lamar and John Walker. So, yeah, I don't know what that was about, but that felt weird. I mean, um, you're absolutely right about uh, Sam Wilson uh, taking like th that was an approach that Steve Rogers would have taken, just talking to to, to someone who's obviously conflicted, uh, and and like Zemo said. Uh, early in the episode, there has never been another Steve Rogers. And, but Sam Wilson was pro proving that, like, there's someone very close to Steve Rogers, yeah. and it's him. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and and that's for John Walker. You, you know, he's got to get the job done. He's being paid. He's getting paid. You know, a flat rate. He doesn't get paid by the hour. Ten minutes. You know, is a little too much time. <laughs> he's got to do what he, you know, what he's good at or what he thinks he's good at. But like, he he's he's like all these mental gymnastics. But like, he he has to prove himself a competent Captain America and he hasn't done that on a world stage. And and like Carly Morgenthau's name is out in, in the news and this is his way of like proving it's like, hey, look, I'm Captain America. I, I beat He wants to bad. prove it so bad that he deserves exactly. Captain America that it's weighing on him that it's, he's, mm-hmm. what's that PTSD is, he, he has it. It's, he's not he, mentally he stable. Yeah, There's- yeah. Okay, I'm not on Alex's hill, but there was one moment in this episode where for a second, I was like, oh, I feel bad for John Walker. And that was when he said something to the effect uh, when his buddy was saying, you have those three medals of honor, da 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 And he's like, but the things I had to do to get yes. there, I don't feel good about. Absolutely, yeah. I, I actually was like, okay, yeah, no, I kind of like you. And then, and then, you know, things happened. I was like, just kidding. I was right all along. But that moment <laughs> I thought was really, really important. And it, it was a really, it was, it was a, it was a notable moment for me, for John Walker yeah. in particular. No, I, I just want to expound on that. Like, you're absolutely right. I'm I, I, I trying to pull you onto my, <laughs> my trolley, but, but I, <laughs> Did anybody else notice that, like, there was a scene? I, I think w- w- when he threw the uh, the shield into a wall and it got impaled, and he was walking yeah. towards it, he just he just twitched twice, really quick. That's what I was just gonna talk yeah. about. He's yeah, pushing yeah. in some 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 it, deep anger. Boy's got some issues. It, it, exactly. Just, no, it's trauma. It, it, it's yeah. literal P- PTSD. PTSD. He's, he's like for sure. Yeah, he, he's mentally unfit, and he's trying to to you know mission accomplish it. Like, like he's, he's trying to put the stamp. He's trying to win the day, you know, without any casualties. He's, he's trying not to relive what happened in Afghanistan. And unfortunately he did, but we'll get to that uh, part of the episode later. Uh, Cause I'm going to be defending this crazy <laughs> blood sunk maniac. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but first, uh, probably, probably like the coolest action sequence uh, in the entire episode when the Dora Malaji showed up and said hey it's time eight hours have passed we've given you more than eight hours i think yeah it's like we're taking we're taking zemo it's done and it was uh what a three on four and a half if you count zemo uh yeah, like, like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he just dipped back the way. <laughs> drinking back the way yeah he left yeah. uh how cool was this what an awesome fight yeah. i loved i loved this fight and the thing that back from what I just said about John Walker the thing that once again I was like ooh dislike was he so disrespected these ladies like let's put down the sticks and I was like those are spheres of vibranium get your head out of your butthole like they made that like that shield's made out of the disrespect so I was happy when they really like showed him who was boss because that needed to happen and I'm also going to point out that he realized and he noticed that they're not super soldiers they don't have the serum they're just badasses like they don't need yeah. it to kick your butt they're that badass so put some respect on my Dora Milaje ladies put some respect yeah and and his that defeat I think even triggered him just a little bit more because when one of those ladies just did that foot thing with a shield uh, to her hand like Captain yeah, like a real exactly. Captain America does and that just <laughs> killed 
John Walker's confidence for sure. But that fight scene was amazing. I I even like the little scene. You know how I was talking about just the comedy was just spread out just very thin. And then mm-hmm. you could see uh, Sam and Bucky just kind of talking to John like, yeah. oh, this is a little harder <laughs> than you thought, huh, John? That was, that was an amazing scene. And like uh, also, of course, Zemo, who like almost as a cartoon character, kind of just like with his teeth. (laughs) Awesome, awesome scene. I loved it. Those girls kicked ass, man. And they even uh, disarmed Bucky. No pun intended. Or pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They they literally disarmed Bucky. They disarmed him. (laughs) I mean, of course, like it's a fail safe just in case the Winter Soldier comes back, right? It was really cool. Just like, boom. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> was, uh, a, a little on the embarrassing side for, uh, for him. But um, yeah, Zemo got away. Uh, we didn't see him the rest of the episode. So bravo, Zemo. We'll, we'll fist pump in your name. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, head on to the climax uh, of the episode. Uh, Carly Morgenthau calls up Sam's sister and sort of puts in a little threat which was like th- that was another thing like besides the bombing it's like that's totally unnecessary that was a dick you're move. yeah you're the yeah you're you're really pushing the whole thing here but um but yeah they, they got coordinates for for meeting and uh there was a fight uh that happened in which um well john walker's partner battlestar was killed in action by carly and John decided to take it out on one of Carly's, uh, you know, followers, uh, sympathizers. The Captain America it. fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Captain America fan. Yep, and uh, that did not end well. Uh, yeah, let's let's break it down. Well, I want to go back to that throw into the wall because that was kind of, I think, the first moment. At least I realized, oh, okay, the serum is happening. We knew we had taken it. We didn't see him inject it, but that's kind of the first time, like my friends and I, we call it the juicy throw because that was just a juicy throw. Um, so we see that and then we see that kind of twitch that you guys had mentioned. And right there, I was like, things are about to go so downhill <laughs> because you could already tell, like it's the start of the fight and he's already kind of coming undone. Like he's already unhinged. Mm-hmm. And then things kind of progress from there, which you know was very Homelander, I'd say. Because <laughs> we yep. kind of talked about, like, I think in the first episode when we were introduced to him, like, how long till he goes Homelander? <laughs> Here it is, episode four. Um, I just, I thought it was so interesting. Like, like Carly killing um, Hoskin. I, I didn't see that coming, honestly. That shocked me. And then her just kind of running away, being like, oh, shoot, and then just leaving. Yeah. Like, that, that was unsettling to me because like she I don't know I don't know what I wanted from her because obviously she's like the villain but she just like ran out and that was crazy uh yeah I'll let you guys kind of say what else you think before we talk about like the shield and all that I I think the way I looked at the scene when uh Carly killed him was I just don't think that they have full control of their super super soldier bodies yet I mean, they've only had it for like a few months and that scene was really perfect when it was Bucky. That's what I thought exactly when Bucky just came into the room and just kind of disarmed the other guys, right? That that dude has experience with this super soldier serum. 
and the way Carly looked at uh, Lamar when she did that kick, which is like, oh shit, I didn't know it was that hard. To also go back to the the shield throwing thing, this was uh, my friend texted me about it. He's like, that was like his ticks, his twitches. Um, my friend was saying it seems like he's just a an addict. It's almost like maybe they gave him something because I think we were talking about it in the earlier episodes where we th- think that he has some super soldier serum in him because of the way he was throwing stuff and the way he survived like falling off a, uh, a truck. So my friend was like, I think he's just tweaking and maybe just needs his fix. He, he didn't tell anybody, but he has maybe some super soldier serum in him. That's not the, the one that they have because it works permanently. So it was it was really mm-hmm. cool, and also I think just, that just adds to his mental state where I think that that's his best friend that just got killed and he just went mm-hmm. nuts on him. Like I've never mm-hmm. seen, I've seen the the only comparison to that is uh, Steve Rogers with Iron Man. Oh but yeah! Instead of the last right. hit going to his face, the last hit was just to disarm him. He took out the reactor, mm-hmm. and that was what real Captain Americas do. This guy just wailed on him till his straight up murdered blood. Yeah, De- decapitated or or not not decapitated. I don't know. Everyone say? <laughs> I okay. Like this is this is gross. But I'm thinking like reverse curb stomp. So like there. I don't know why. Ooh. That's what I think. Like of course the person who likes the horror stuff thinks of the grossest way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's this is something that had been talked about online a little bit was how sharp is the shield like is it blunt did he slice him in half did he beat him to death like how actually like what's the diameter is it a slicing weapon or not and I just think that's kind of like we don't we're not going to see the the body so we're not going to know yeah. for sure but is it a blood they're, they're never going to show us that button. or is it no. sl- like slit do you know what I mean yeah either way it's nasty as heck and I was shocked like afterwards I was like Marvel are you okay like, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the bloodiest thing I've seen in Marvel that I can remember. Like, that was, I, I that felt so. like a lot for yeah. Disney and Marvel. My my thoughts actually went through when what was going on with that poor guy's head is the one of the, I think, first episode of Invisible. <laughs> oh, sorry, Michelle, if you've not, if you've not seen it, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna. I'm not seeing it. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. So like, you, you can find. But yeah, the head. Spoilers. That's, that's how I, if, I think it was episode one of Invincible. That's that one of the heads that was just like, yeah, you get the point. Crunchy time. Yeah, punchy time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was expecting to see a head roll off, but uh, but I, it was probably better that it was just a blood soaked. Uh, we, we we got the message, but uh, yeah, like like the serum does bring out what is inside uh, of everybody. So. Carly is, is like confused and, and angry and that the serum brings that out of her in, in that sort of way. Like she's bombing places and she's just killing people accidentally. And for John Walker, it's, you know, a PTSD fueled uh, soldier. Trauma, here we come. Just trauma, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what we're getting. Uh, what do you guys see the next few episodes looking like? There's only two left. I'm excited to see the fallout of everyone recording it. Mm-hmm. That's the part because as Alex kind of insinuated, the episodes, what the whole world is watching. 
Yeah. And we really, that is driven home in that final scene where you see that crowd of people all with their phones out, which of course. So I'm really curious what that means. Like, is America going to be like, yo, we need to take the shield from you. And then he rages harder. Like what, how's this going to play out? Like, how are the global implications going to play out? And I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be potentially bloodier. I wouldn't think they would do this and then just like pull back again. So we could see like more murder. <laughs> so, yay. <laughs> yeah. Um. All I know is that the next episode is I think John Walker is done being Captain America, though he will be something else like a U.S. agent later on. But for the first time and actually since WandaVision, I don't want to think about what's going to happen in the next episodes. I want to see it happen. And this mm-hmm. is what this show has done. It's like, okay, turn off your brain and just enjoy and think about it later when it's done. I mean, I, Madripoor was there. I was like, no X-Men, whatever. But now <laughs> it's just like, just give me what you got. This is really one of the best Marvel shows out there right now. It was, I can't wait. Perfect. And uh, with that, I think it's a good time to come to a close. Uh, wait, sorry, wait, Alex. Yes. What did you think? I want to hear. Oh, what did I think? Yeah, what did you think? Uh, I believe you're right. I believe uh, if it was set in reality and the world saw uh, a man in a Captain America uniform kill somebody, like like a European refugee, on camera, and that went viral. I honestly believe you would have half the news praising him for you, you know rah 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 America. And half the news saying, take that shield away from him. He's killing people. He shouldn't be doing that. So I hope that's what I see next week from the fallout. I, I don't know if, you know, the U.S. is going to recall their John Walker. Like, hey, come on back. I don't think that's going to happen. And I also don't think John Walker is going to accept that. I, I think John's going to carry on the trail of Carly. Uh, the question is, will Falcon and Bucky try to bring him in? uh maybe not in front of everyone but uh i i don't know the, the real x factor is what zemo's doing that that's really what what concerns me but, like how is he going to show up again because like he's been consistent he hates super powered people and uh and he's out to get them and he that that's all he's been doing but i i honestly would have guessed that he would try to manipulate carly onto his side but mm. he's not even about that it it it's it's wild to see that he's just so singularly focused. Yeah, we, uh, we know what he wants, and then it's no super soldiers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and he's probably got the best track record of killing super soldiers. Uh, in Civil War, he killed like a handful of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but okay. Uh, so now I do think we are coming to a close. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, we will see you next week. And if you have any comments or suggestions, please uh, leave them below. Uh, like, subscribe, follow us on our social media platforms, and uh, see you later. Bye.